What up, my name is Amon Jackson. Welcome to Salem Psalm Studios. We're here with Dead End Hip Hop. Excited to kind of give you guys a brief tour of what it is that we do here in anticipation of what we're working on together. What's up? So, yeah. this is the lounge area. The lounge area is really where you kind of unwind and you kind of um, relax in a situation where, you know, recording can be kind of tense. Um, it's, it's very emotional, you know what I mean? Uh, so for people that are not used to recording, it's kind of like a, it's, a, it's, it's, it can, you're, you're putting, you're pouring yourself out. So, you know what I'm saying? Things like having a lounge environment to kind of relax and, you know what I mean, take a load off is good. We took a, took a lot of care in this room um, to make sure that everything, uh, even the colors felt right for songwriters. So a lot of people, not just, you know, for the relaxation, but a lot of people like to do songwriting in here. Um, there's a lot of things in here to inspire you, which I'll show you that in a minute. But it's just, you know, it's just a good environment to kind of chill, relax, and think and breathe and, you know, create good music. You know what I mean? Gotcha. This is just some artwork, man, of different records that we've done um, in the past, you know, so on and so forth. Some of these guys, this is actually a really dope uh, independent project that was put together. This is just some stuff about our history, working with different film companies, um, stuff, studios that we've designed, and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, a little creative logo cover um, that we had in 2010, I want to say, something like that. This is probably my favorite part of the lounge is that, you know, we've got five turntables in the actual studio, but this one in particular, um, you can just walk up. If you're in here for a meeting or y'all just chilling, you know what I mean? You can walk up. We've got 1,500 pieces of vinyl here, so you can just grab a record and throw it on there and use that to kind of relax and, and vibe out. So your meeting doesn't become stale, you know what I mean? And you can you can just feel creative the whole time, you know what I mean? And it just feels good, man, just, you know, as music lovers to be able to go and grab a piece of, of history and just, you know, throw it on there. Um, this is also one of my favorite pieces, man. Um, this is our vinyl wall. And, um, you know, obviously there's vinyl behind all of these. So we got 78s, we got 33s, we got 45s. So on and so forth but these are just a lot of people that we've that have visited the studio we've done you know some kind of work with uh so on and so forth and this is not everybody but this is just a lot of the people that we had we happen to have the vinyl while they were here you know oh, what i'm saying okay. got them to sign it or whatever so um everybody from the alchemist j live homeboy sandman torrey professor griff we broadcast on his um on his uh, radio network every week um five dog from a tribe called quest Diamond D has done work out of here, so, you know, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that later, but you know, Planet Asia, we've done some work with him. That's the vinyl wall. We got like 350 VHS tapes in here, you know what I'm saying? But we do have VHS players, so if people wanna, you know what I mean, watch that, we got DVDs and games and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, once again, the, the, the whole environment is really built to facilitate the ability for the creative person to get it all out. Right. Why right. This is the actual studio. The reason you use two doors is to try and create uh, an air gap and a barrier between the two rooms so that the sound is isolated. This is the control area. Basically, this is where the engineer is going to be. We got the vintage tech. Um, you know, we produce, so, you know what I mean? We don't talk about producing, we actually do that. So there's, you know, all kinds of stuff to choose from the RAN and the MPC 1000 and the machine and. You know what I mean? NV8, yup, NV8800. Our resident DJ, DJ Precise, he's a three-time Scribble Jam champion, so, um, you know, 
you know, we use tractor-based recording systems in here and, you know, regular vinyl and all that other stuff. And we got a couple different, three different mixers. TV, you know what I mean? If you, you don't want to miss your game, the only one thing you don't want to do is come to the lab to work and then, you know, because you're trying to watch the game, you got to try to leave the lab. You're like, everything is here. So you don't got to do all that. So this is where the action really happens, you know what I mean? At least for the vocalists, you know, we do track, um, horns and percussion and drummers and guitar players and all that other stuff but in terms of the stuff that you guys would be the most interested in um this is where most of the action happens you know what i mean you get a recording artist in here um so you know we made our own acoustic treatment for the most part in this room um all hand done um and uh you know we got our audio panels in the wall so you can actually the entire building is set up like a patch base so all of our audio panels run throughout the building so we can channel sound. We use really, really high-end uh, Mogami cable so that everything is really clean. And then our signal, we ran really high-end cables through the walls and so forth to make sure that everything was super gangster. But the big thing in this room is um, the way that we use custom panels instead of a, a whole lot of foam panels, which are not necessarily bad. Um, but, you know, based on the room, you have to kind of cater, you know, to get the, the correct sound based on the room that you're using. And I'll, and I'll geek out later, but, you know, we got two different densities of glass in here for the actual glass with the air gap and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we spent a lot of, you know, time planning. The thing about us, uh, I designed a lot of studios and um, different studios have different needs. And typically what happens is a recording studio is one thing or another. You know, at least a particular room is one thing or another. So you usually have a mix room, uh, you usually have a production room, you usually have, uh, you know, you know, like your vocal booth, whatever. But things are typically separated. And what we did here was we took a, a different approach because of all my design history was able to come up with ideas on how to integrate all of those things into one functional space. So it's perfect for creative people and like really vibing out. So it doesn't have to be limited to just vocal recording. It could be, you know, production. You got two, three, four, five producers. We actually have had a couple of producer events in here where you have multiple people, you know, all, all recording at the same time and, and being able to vibe together. But this studio uh, is, is super dope, not because of the stuff you can see, but because of the stuff you can't see. You know, we have a floating floor, so uh, we use Orlex U-boats to uh, prevent the floor joists from touching the ground, which means that bass frequencies have a place, uh, an air gap underneath the floor to resonate. Um, and then above that, we have three and a half inches of rock fiber insulation. Then we have two levels of subflooring, and then the actual floor you're standing on. And so all of that is the reason why it would be called a room in a room or a, you know, a floating floor, right? Um, we did a similar process with the walls. We have an air gap, then we have like a 5-8 sheetrock, then an acoustic glue. Then we have a half-inch sheetrock that's split by in half by an uh, acoustic polymer that converts wave energy into uh, heat to dissipate through the walls to prevent vibration. Um, with the ceiling, we did, you know, seven inches of rock fiber insulation um, with all of the same process with everything else, you know what I mean? So, and the reason we did that, like I said, you know, you got a lot of thunder, construction, things like that. But the main thing is thunder. Like, you know, we're in Georgia. So, right. you know, you get like retarded amounts of storms that come through and if your building is not reinforced for all that kind of stuff, then you're gonna get a lot of, you know, interruption. All these acoustic panels, uh, built these by hand, um, just to make sure that the sound was exactly the way that we wanted it. 
the diffusers here and back here, um, those are something that we hired a company uh, to do. They're super dope. Um, and the difference between an, an absorber and, uh, and a diffuser is an, an absorber really takes a sound in and prevents it from bouncing around and ricocheting. You know, like if you go into a big ass room and you hear your voice echoing mm -hmm. back and forth, you don't want that in a recording environment, right? Especially, we do a lot of mixing and, and mastering in here, so you definitely don't want that. So strategically, you place the acoustic panels on the walls to absorb those sounds and prevent them from bouncing around. You know, we put a lot of time into that. Even the lighting, you know what I mean? The lighting is all dimmable, it's all LED, so we conserve power. It's not all hot, you know what I mean? Like beating down on your face. If these lights were regular lights, you will be sweating right now, you know what I mean? We got separate heat and air systems <clears throat> for each room, um, just to make sure that we can control everything at, at any time, and uh, they're super quiet. So like, how, how did you start in terms of, you know, um, your skill set in terms of building and stuff? Cause I know, you know, for A3C, you built like a whole mobile studio. Right. And like, it's you, like you built that. So how did you gain that skill set? Cause it's not like I could just be off the street and come and build this. You know, it takes a lot, a lot of, a lot of experience. So where did you get that from? Yeah, this is probably the answer you did not expect to get, right? <laughs> but the thing is, you know, when you don't have shit, you come, you find a way. So, you know, in all of my experiences throughout the years, not having certain, you know, resources to really re be able to build, I had to become clever. So I started figuring out how to do things like put a wall on wheels so that when you roll the wall out, there's acoustic treatment on the wall. And then that turns, you know, so you put some acoustic treatment on the actual wall, then you put acoustic treatment on the rolling wall. And then when you roll this wall out now you've got a corner that you can actually turn into a vocal booth for, for a temporary recording so that's really how that kind of stuff developed it's just like you know you act as you do it you know what i mean you research and you learn i do youtube tutorials and all kinds of stuff like that now because i learned a lot of stuff from things like that you know you study the greats you know dave pensado uh, maserati i mean you know anybody who's worked their salt learns from the elders. You don't just say, I'm gonna engineer and you go engineering. It's not like MCing. Engineering is something you can spend an entire lifetime on. You know what I mean? It's still not be dope. So um, I do a lot of studying online. I do a lot of asking questions of different professionals that I've come across. Um, I've worked with Oralex Acoustics directly. I've even helped do some R&D for them on different products that they were considering building. So, you know, over time, like I say, you just become clever. And through that process, you know, every time a new challenge was thrown at me, and you know, we men, so like, I, I like a challenge, you know what I mean? So you throw a challenge at me, I have to find a way to make it work. A lot of people are very stuck in, I rock with machine. Yeah, well, I rock with NPC. Yeah, I rock with the rain or I rock with machine, right? So the thing is, uh, we're really geeky here. And we really like this, we really like production. And we don't stick to a thing. A lot of people, it's not to knock people that do that, but we don't stick to a thing. Like if you ask us, you know, what do you produce? So what do the Dynamite Bros produce on? You know, me and Hayes aren't gonna say, we use the MPC or we use the this or that. We just use whatever is best for the, for the time. So, you know, what do you record in Logic or Pro Tools? Well, what is the situation? You see what I'm saying? We learn everything that we possibly can. We remain students because that's what keeps you at the cutting edge. You know, the feel, the moment you feel like you know everything, you're done. So there's specific advantages to every piece of equipment. There's things like the pads on machine are horrible, but then, you know, 
the software element of machine destroys the software element of the NPC Renaissance. So, you know, but the NPC Renaissance got the swing. I mean, it's like this little, this little, you know what I mean? I mean, you produce, you know? Yeah, it's like little certain niches that you like. Cause I used to, I had an NPC. I had the, the uh, 2500 mm -hmm. and I had the 500. And yeah, when I had got machine, I've been with machine since then though. But ever since I got with machine, I, it don't have that swing like, Right. The NPC does, like what you just mentioned. Like, yeah, that is true. We recently had a situation where uh, DJ Technology and uh, Stickman from Dead Presence came. Mm -hmm. And um, Stick all of a sudden decided he wanted to add a different element to a, to a track. And so he's like, ah, man, well, I use Ableton. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We pull up Ableton. Yeah. We rewired it into Logic right inside of Stickman. He used Logic mm -hmm. right inside of his session. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, five, ten minutes later, it's running. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you're, we have always been about supporting the art, you know what I mean? And not supporting, like being loyal to a product. That stuff don't matter. It's all the, it's, it's the man, not the actual machine. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we kind of just try to do whatever is, is the dopest for the situation, you know? Give us a small rundown of some of the people that you've recorded here. You don't have to go through a large list, but you know, <laughs> who are some of the hottest ones that, that you had the most fun recording? Uh, well, my very favorite session, I'll start with that. My very favorite session was uh, Shaw Stimuli and Rex. Mm -hmm. um, they, did, uh, they did a joint, man, where they went back and forth. They did a whole session in an hour, which was crazy. And Shaw's the most booth efficient artist I've ever worked with. So they did a whole joint in an hour. And the way that they wrote it is like, you know, Rex would write his verse, and while he was writing his verse, Shaw would be spitting his verse, like literally. And they went back and forth like six times in the track or something, stupid. So it eventually got to the point where one dude would be like, well, what's your last line? You know what I mean? And then he would take that last line and, um, and like... But the guy would have to give his last line before he was done with his verse. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I've never seen two artists do that before. You know what I mean? Like that fast. It was amazing. We've worked with uh, Diamond D. We've worked with, uh, you know, The Alchemist was here earlier this year. Um, Artifacts recorded their first song in 15 years uh, oh, in shit. one of our studios. Homeboy Sandman, that's one of my favorite in terms of like memories of people that I've worked with, Homeboy Simmons was one of the best. He's super fast, he's super professional, and, and I mean, he's just, you know, he just bodies shit, so. Focus, Focus is really dope. Camp Low, we've done, yeah. You know, Camp Low, yeah. Sky Zoo, we did a ton of work for Diamond D's album, uh, the Dime Piece, so uh, Sky Zoo recorded his verse for the Tyler Quali track here, like in this building here. Um, we did the DJ Precise, did the cuts here for the Guilty Simpson and Ras Cash track. We did a, a music video for Pharrell Monch recently, mm. um, which was, you know, which is dope. Man, you know, Alchemist was in that and Ghostface was in that and like a bunch of people was in that video. So it was, uh, like I say, man, like <clears throat> it's hard because we're not used to being, I'm not the guy to be like, yo, I, I, I do a bunch of shit on the man. Like I just do the work. You know what I mean? And you're busy doing the work. You're not talking about doing the work. You're just doing the work. Yeah. So um, it's kind of hard to pull all the names like that. But I mean, you 
if if an artist is super duper dope, you know we you know we've probably worked with him, John Robinson, J Live. Uh, oh yeah, Deacon from Kind of Linguist. So how you feel about the collaboration between the hip hop Salem songs and the joint that we're putting together? So we've talked about that. You know why I'm excited about it? Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it because we've done. We were the first people to do this. So you know, for us, for me and, and the homie Hayes. We've done this so many times in so many different ways mm -hmm. that it come kind of almost like when we did the last joint, we was like, "Guy, right, that's it." You know, we've we've we ain't got nothing to prove. We've already done this a million different kind of ways, and you know, when y'all came came to us with the idea, it was like, you know what, man? Like, we have a lot of respect for you guys' perspective on hip hop. You guys put music first, and we put music first. You know, no politics, no bullshit is you know, could just as well be a Salem Songs motto. You see what I'm saying? So when y'all say, yo, let's do a record, it's like, you know what? These guys have the right idea. Not only do they have the right idea, but they have all this fresh energy and all this, you know what I mean? Like a really good vibe. So, you know, as a fan, I was like, you know what, man? This makes sense. This makes total sense, you know what I mean? So um, I'm excited about it. I think, um, I think it'll be one of the dopest things that we've ever done, you know what I mean? Um, between the drive that y'all have and that new energy and then our experience having done it and pioneered it and we fucked it up so many times like <laughs> at this point we know how to do it right you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. so you know you guys don't have to focus so much on the logistics of the situation because we've been through it you know so I definitely think it'll come out though no doubt appreciate you oh, all day man appreciate y'all coming through yes sir yes sir Thank you.